0: welcome back everybody take a break with steven steven sheamus good to see you my friend how's it going today great fantastic always a good day when i get to see your face oh thank you thank you you got <laughs> batman you got batman on your shirt today yeah today today's a throwback batman shirt who's uh who's the artist on that george Perez. <sighs> might be Perez. i'm thinking maybe it's a Perro era so it might Uh-oh. be jim Perro. might might be maybe
1: might be paro but-
0: Hey, that's a good guess. It's a good guess. I thought you knew. One of thought my it it autographed. No, no, there's oh. no auto. It's an it's a vintage shirt. It's an older shirt. So
1: got it. Got it. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right, Alex, what do we got tonight?
0: Some Fun stuff, as always. Um, we're going to do some little old, a little new. We're going to talk Radiant Black image book. Interesting image book. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about one of my favorite movies of all time. Toxic Avenger uh we're gonna talk about one of my favorite comics of all time paper girls wow so yep. we got a lot of your favorites today huh? it's great i have radiant blacks getting up there ah oh, so i uh so i did a good job then. uh we, yeah, great great picks today
1: Ah, oh, good 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 all right what are we gonna start out with alice let's
0: jump right into radiant black
1: so Radiant Black, uh, these books have been going uh, crazy. There's a lot of different variations out there to pay attention to a lot of very, very limited editions out there. Mm -hmm. Um, walk us through Radiant Black. Who's the publisher? What's the book about? Who's the writer? What's the story? Why is it so popular right now?
0: Yeah. uh, Radiant Black's an image book, uh, it's written by Kyle Higgins. Um, Kyle Higgins has done a lot of books and he writes a lot of books currently. Um, you know, when you, when you look at the solicit for Radiant Black, number one, they said it's like Power Rangers, which Kyle Higgins wrote, uh, and Invincible together. I, I think of it more like a Dark Hawk type deal. Um, it's a it's a guy who finds a suit and becomes a superhero. Um, the people that own the suit don't want him to have it and try to come take it away. And then it's, you know, the adventures from there on out. Um, very interesting story. You know, it, it's a, it has a lot of, background of other kinds of things like like you said you know like invincible or power rangers you know uh, dark hawk um but it's good it's good it's a good series it's bringing a lot of a lot of people are seeing it that don't usually come into comic shops i've noticed so it's definitely bringing in new readers but yeah it's it's flying what's the story about it's about a, a guy who he he finds a suit and becomes a superhero. So you know, like I said before, like Darkhawk, it, it is it is very much like that, where you know okay. he he grabs a suit and fights aliens.
1: Okay, so that that's
0: that's it, just a fight, yeah. A suit. yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, why, I why? mean, obviously it gets it gets a little right, deeper. Right. You know, the aliens want their suit back, and then it's you know, high. Average. So we're what, rolling what, on issues. What's, issue what's the now.
1: driving? What's the driving force of these price increases?
0: You know, I, may, maybe it's a little bit of speculation on it getting picked up for something. I mean, it's got so many, you know, the the, the character, the, the story is such an original idea, but it's also rooted in other things that, you know, it'd be very easy to make this into an animated show. It'd be very okay. easy to make this into a Netflix show. Um, we're only on issue six, so we don't, we really don't, I mean, that, that's not even, that's just enough for the first trade paperback, which isn't out yet. So it's still wow. pretty new. Guys, so we're going to talk about issue number one, which came out
1: February of this year. Yeah. There's a lot of different variations and versions. Some of them are really, really tough to find, Mm -hmm. really hard. And if this book does start to move, Alex, you're going to start to see massive price increases based on these short runs. Yes. So Radiant Black, number one, it's got a Michael Cho cover. Uh, a hundred blue label, eight gold label, nine eights. That's about a $150 book. The Michael chill cover is very cool. Uh, As you said, it's Kyle Higgins story with Marcelo Costa art. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then you have the Eduardo Ferragato and Marcelo Costa variant cover B, uh, which are, there are 60 blue label, zero gold label, nine eights. That's only about a $60 9.8 book. Right. Then there's a blank sketch cover variant C. Uh, nine blue label zero gold label nine eight. That's about a fifty dollars nine eight book. Again, because it's blank. Then you get into the Marcelo Costa one in ten variant cover D sixty three blue label three gold label nine point eight. That's a sixty dollars book in nine eight. Then you get into start some of the more expensive ones. Right. David Finch one in twenty five variant cover E fifty seven blue label three gold label nine point eight. That's about one hundred and fifty dollars. Then there's the Goni Montez helmet, which almost looks yep. like a Power Ranger helmet. Yep. Uh, one, one in 50 variant cover F, 43 blue label, 19 gold label, 9.8s. That's a 200 to $250 book. Not cheap. Okay. Then you start to get into um, these uh, uh, comic shop variants. Yeah. Uh, Marcelo Costa, Coliseum of Comics edition, zero blue label, two gold label, 9.8s. I can't find any raw or graded yeah so i don't know
0: what the print run was on that alex but you can't find that book anywhere it's a big if florida you know, store so you, uh, that's what
1: i was gonna say you know coliseum of comics
0: yeah yeah it's a big florida store so i mean they have a handful of locations so you'd assume that each location got a bunch so maybe they're just not on the market Everybody's holding holding yeah, on you know
1: them. what maybe if they ordered the 500 run Maybe yeah. they spread them out in their stores. So if they only put like, if, they, if you, like you said they had a bunch of stores and they put 100, 150, 200 copies yeah. in each store, then they probably could have sold out, right?
0: Yep, sold out. And then everybody's just holding on to them because they like, you know, they like it.
1: Right. Then there's the so Hodge Shah Comic Kingdom Edition A, um, which is nine blue label, zero gold label, 9.8. So that's about a $175 book. Only 500 produced of those. Yep. Then there's a Sheldon Beckert Comic Comic Kingdom Edition B, 12 Blue Label, 0 Gold Label, 9.8. That's about $175. Then there's the David Finch Foil Edition yeah, A, this thing's cool. 1 Blue Label, 15 Gold Label, 9.8. That's 100 to 150 raw. There's only 275 comics made of that one, Alex. So that one you can't find anywhere.
0: Yeah. Then there's the Tyler... There's got more. CGC, then,
1: right. Then there's the Tyler Kirkham Comic Vault live variant cover. Where's Comic Vault? You know where that store is?
0: Comic Vault, I believe that is in the Midwest, or maybe, okay. yeah, yeah, not sure. But it's a good store. I, I've heard of them. They've done a lot of stuff uh, in the industry. Okay, so there's 25 blue label and Pennsylvania, Go- Pennsylvania. Yeah, Pennsylvania. okay.
1: There's 25 blue label 9.80 gold label 9.8. That's 150 to 250 dollar 200 dollar book. Uh, it's got a silver foil cover. Limited to only two hundred twenty-five copies. Alex. Then there's Aaron Bartling out of the Vault edition. I don't know where out of the Vault is. Uh, limited to seven hundred copies. Twenty-seven blue label, seventeen gold label, 9 eights. That's a seventy-five-dollar book. And then there's the Aaron Bartling out of the Vault Virgin edition. Twenty-six blue label, thirteen gold label. That's only that's about a forty-dollar raw book. Limited to three hundred copies. You were know out of the Vault. Is did you ever online retailer?
0: Coming? Online. Online retail. Yep. Okay.
1: Then you have the Marcelo Costa Stadium Comics Edition. Seven blue label, zero gold label on it. That's a $375 book, listen, li- limited to $500. Where's comics stadium, uh, stadium Comics, Alex? That's the Canada store.
0: Canada the store. Stadium. Oh, that's yep, why yep. That's
1: why they're so expensive. You can't get it yep, right. Yep. Then there's the Herrera L. Grimlock Things from Another World Edition, limited T-fow. to 500 T Tfau. Two blue label, zero gold label. And it's, that's a $50 to $60 book. Uh, then you have the second print, Carlos Datoli cover, uh, came out in March, uh, three blue label, zero gold label, nine eights. That's a $15 to $20 book. Then there's the third print, uh, Geraldó Borges and Marcella Costa cover, mm-hmm. uh, called the blue cover, uh, came out in May, one blue label, zero gold label, nine eight. That's about a $15 book. And then they did a, again, a third print one and 10 variant edition, which yep. you're starting to see. Uh, it's got a gray cover instead of a blue cover Uh May of 2021 double zeros on the print run on the, on the CGCs. And that's a $25 raw book, Alex.
0: These, you, know what's, you know what I was thinking as we were going through these CGC is a little backed up. They have had a lot of submissions. I wonder if in, in about three or four months when everybody gets their books back in the, in uh, the, the submission portals caught up, if these numbers don't go up with, with how many blues are out there how many 90s certainly,
1: yeah it certainly happened with PSA yeah. uh, they were they were a million cards behind uh CGC is about six months behind yeah uh this is uh, so February so yeah yeah we're at that time and, and CGC is prioritizing those in-house signings so you are getting those backs books back rather quickly yeah um so those those keep sort of stacking up like we did Lizzie Olson then we did yeah. Paul Bettany yeah. and those are starting to stack up uh, uh, on each other so yeah, yeah absolutely all
0: right what do we got next Alex Talk toxic Avenger, until he had a horrifying accident and fell into a vat of nuclear waste, transforming little Melvin into a hideously deformed creature of superhuman size and strength. Melvin became the Toxic Avenger, the first- one of my favorite movies as a child. I don't yeah, know so- why. Weird For kid. some
1: reason, this book, maybe it falls in the nostalgia category. You're seeing it with the sports cards, the nostalgia category, stuff sure. that people collected from the uh, 70s and 80s babies. I see it with myself, like cards that I owned in the 1980s that all of a sudden I want to go back and buy. Yeah. Remember, if you had a card that may have been 10 or $20, and even if it's now, if it's $75, even though it had a four-fold increase, spending $75 is not like, oh my God, I'm breaking the bank, right? right. And you're starting to see that with a lot of these kind of books. So- based on the trauma movie character, it's a Doug Mench story, Rod Ramos and Val Meirich Art. Toxic Avenger number one came out, came out in uh, April of 1991. Uh, why is that book shooting up? Or why are you seeing the price increase? What's going on with that title, Alex?
0: Well, I believe Lionsgate is going to is gonna be producing another movie, a remake. I'm sure it's either going to be like over the top serious. You know, the, the, the trauma movies are... are are cult classic movies they're right. they're they're funny they they've got stupid gore like when you see it you're you're like oh yeah and toxic avenger you know when it came out it came out in uh, i believe 84 the movie and then there was sequels there was there a was cartoon. i yeah. i'm looking there it was up, yeah. there was all there was a musical and the funny part like the sequels musical. 2 and 3 were shot at the same time cuz they 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 shot too much film for the sequel that they had to cut it and make it two completely separate movies. Like That's the fine. show, this movie is, this franchise is crazy. And again, I, you know, it's an eighties cartoon, the, the toxic crusaders. So, you know, everything, like you said, is coming up nostalgia. Plus these are books that, you know, we always say the word kicked around in dollar boxes. These were dollar box books forever. And now people are, you know, they want a high grade. They're like, Oh, I want that. You know, it's like the the VHS grading thing all over again. Why are people buying these? Because it's it's nostalgia. They, they remember this stuff. They don't need to see Star Wars on VHS. They have Disney Plus for that. By the way,
1: I will tell you, uh, there is a novelty to seeing those VHS graded. Uh, I see them post every day. Yeah. And they'll post like Back to the Future or they'll yep. post like Nightmare on Elm Street or they'll post. And I'm like, that, that is pretty cool. Like, you know, Sylvester Stallone Rambo.
0: <laughs> a, a buddy of mine gave me some stuff to like sell for him. And one of them was a sealed... Like collector's edition episode one VHS set, so the tape inside is completely mint. No one's ever touched it. I'm like, I kind of want to send it in and get it graded and just have it encapsulated and and like on my bookshelf. It's neat. Yeah the the movie
1: that I most remember when I was younger on VHS was the movie that everybody had to see was Rambo first. Sure. Blood, part two. Yeah.
0: First Blood. Yeah. That
1: that I I don't know that people understand <laughs> like how big. That franchise was when huge. First Blood came out, and First Blood was under the radar, and then yep. it came out, and then it became this huge movie. And then when Rambo came out, it was like forget about it.
0: Yep. Yeah. It's again spawned. A, I don't know how they did it, but it spawned a cartoon. It spawned a child's cartoon. Rambo did. Is so a Rambo cartoon? There was very short-lived Rambo cartoon. I had the Since. Nintendo game. It was terrible. That- that's a tough sell, a Rambo cartoon, <laughs> I would think, right? They made it. Yeah, I'm sure they kidded it down. I am sh- i don't remember it, but I'm sure there was a kid sidekick, and it was based around the kid sidekick. Yeah. It has
1: to be. All right, so Alex, Toxic Avenger number one, <laughs> April 1991, 58 blue label, 9.8, mm-hmm. nine gold label, 9.8. It's about a five to $600 book now. And going back to what I said about pricing, it was only a $200, 250 book a few months ago. Yeah. So again, yeah. you're starting to see these nostalgia things on the rise. Yeah. Um, people, look, I see it with the baseball cards. I see it with those VHS tapes, and you know, VHS does sort of, uh, you know, it, next thing it you hits know, that spot.
0: It hits that sweet spot in your brain.
1: Alex, I threw away all my CDs, yeah, and all no, of a sudden, never, go.
0: no, no, c- CDs are not going to be worth money. I, I, I put my the gauntlet down. I threw we're not away
1: hundreds. I threw away yeah. Hundreds why would you? Why would if you... they're worth money, I'm going to be very upset because I really <laughs> threw away everything. I doubt it. Hopefully, okay. All right. Alex's pick of the week. What do you got for
0: us? Uh, I think this is going to be a shared pick of the week because we were both talking about it. Um, King spawn. Number one is a future pick of the week because there is a one in two fifty variant. And the only way to get that cover is signed by Todd McFarland. It's an, it's Todd signed only book.
1: So it was very clever of Todd. Uh, They did a good marketing push on it. What's interesting is that you have to buy 250 copies, but the retailers are basically just selling the book. Yeah. Um, But they're selling it based on you having to buy 250 copies of the book. So the retailers are pretty savvy out there, right? They're like buying all these books and they're basically just going to keep the books, I guess, or.
0: Try to sell. um, These are $8 cover price books. So it's not like a cheap book at all. So 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 $258 books. Expensive. So if I
1: called Midtown and I said, I want to buy 250 copies, would they sell me the promo if and the book
0: at the discount?
1: Or sure. would they sell them separate? Do they ever do that? Do they
0: bundle? Uh, maybe, maybe. If you, re- I mean, again, you could do the math. What's $8 times 250? That's a lot of money. I'm sure they would help you out. That's full bit.
1: cover price. That's, no, that's full, cover. full true, cover.
0: True, true, true. 15% okay. off, maybe 10. Okay. I,
1: I see retailers selling the signed copies for six dollars to $700, which means that... If the retailer is getting, on average, let's say fifty percent off, right, it means they're paying four dollars a book times two. They're paying a thousand dollars and they're selling these books for seven hundred. So I don't know that that makes any sense. But I guess well, I they mean get the books. You assume, yeah, you books. assume
0: you're still going to sell at maybe half the books at cover price, and that's where you make your 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 kitty. Right. That's where you make okay. your money. And you know, a number one spawn on the shelf for a couple months, you'll be you'll do okay
1: right okay so every book is going to be hand signed by todd yeah also cgc for the first time is going to accept yeah the book if you supply them the book with the coupon that comes with the book they will accept that as signature series Mm -hmm. um so they're doing that which is very very cool and uh you will get the you will get the yellow label so um it will be interesting and then todd is adding that to his uh do not sign list
0: right he has which means he will never sign that book ever again. That's it. That's it. So if someone somehow from the printers some of those books sneak out, which you know, who knows if that could happen, that's it. He's not going to sign it. And he does right. he does have books he won't sign.
1: Yeah, I think there's a few books that Marvel reprinted or mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. or other they put his cover on it and he's just decided not to sign. It. I know I right. sort of uh infringed on your Alex's pick of the week <laughs> space there. No, but bit. I mean
0: it's it's a very interesting thing and it's it's a it's a thing that you know, Valiant did it a couple of years ago with one of their books where the only way to get that virgin cover was a signed copy. So CGC let them do that. Which but book was that? It was Secret Weapons Number 1. There was a, it, the only way to get it signed by the author was a, a virgin cover. The only covers that exist are signed. If, the, if it's a cover and it's not signed, it was supposed to never get out. So, you know, this could be the future to, for these big books. I mean, Berserker did it with the thousand copies, um, you know, I like it. It's interesting.
1: Yeah. Look, I mean, I mean, you know, uh, it's a good way to hit the charts, right? Yeah. It's a good way to, to, to sell the books. And, and if you do the math real fast, you know, 250 times 250, you know, uh, if he's limiting it to 250 books, let me pull out my handy dandy calculator, Alex. <laughs> if there's 200, if it's one in 250 and it's 250 sign, that means he's going to sell 62 and a half thousand copies just to retailers ordering it in increments of 250 right not even in not even a retailer like a midtown that would go that would go probably right and some retailers who are never going to hit 250 right they'll they'll order 50 copies or 30 copies or 80 copies so um so yeah he's like basically guaranteed himself 62 and a half thousand copies for sale which i agree with you i think it might be the future i mean there's not that many artists whose autograph is worth it. I mean, Todd is one of them. Jim Lee is one of them. Joe Posada is one of them. Sure. So I think those guys can pull it off. I don't know that you can pull it off with Secret Weapons, but, you know, I think on the other ones, I think the other ones you could certainly pull that off. Definitely. All right, Alex, what are we closing with today? Oh, one of my favorite uh, BKV books, Paper Girls. Yeah, so this kind of hit me out of the blue. Uh, Mm -hmm. I wanted to talk to you about this. I figured it would. I know you love Brian K. Vaughn. Take Talk family. a little bit about the story, the characters, Erin Tiang, Karina K.J. McKenzie, Matt Coyle, and Tiffany Quilkin. What
0: is Paper Girls about? Uh, paper Girls is about a group of paper girls, girls who are paper delivery people. Uh, and then one day, issue one, surprise, um, they essentially get sent to another, an alternate reality, uh, and in the future. In the future, alternate reality type deal. And it's them just trying to get home and, you know, exp- trying to figure out what's going on. They run into future versions of themselves. You know, it, it's it's there's aliens and backwards talking people. It's a it's a great fun book. Um, And, you know, Cliff Chang's art. I mean, uh, I love Cliff. I, I would I, I, well, I would a couple read of pieces of Cliff. Yeah, I would I would read anything he does.
1: Anything. he So does. I loved Cliff's my favorite Cliff run was on Wonder Woman. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. And he did a couple of those bondage covers, which are yep. very popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, collectors really like the, the bondage covers. I know yeah. it's kind of funny to say that like that, but that's, that's yeah, a big people thing. people
0: wrapped up, yeah.
1: Yeah. So um, so why do you like the book?
0: Uh, it, you know, it, again, it's just the way Brian K. Vaughn writes his characters. And I think this is the reason why Saga is such a popular book. It's just the characters are very relatable and, you know, you can definitely tell, you know, in, in different scenarios it's not the same vanilla type characters you know everybody is different everybody reacts differently um and it's just it's just solid writing it flows every book all of his books flow they have a beginning they have a middle they have an end it's over um other than saga who's we're still waiting for a uh, part the, the second half of that to kick off but you know why the last man X uh, ex machina you know all these books have come in and come out and you know, they're, they're perennials, everybody, you know, every store you walk in, you can, someone will hand sell you why the last man or uh, saga or paper girls. Um, and, you know, then he, I think he posted on some kind of newsletter that it was like a writer's room for paper girls. So the movie and or TV show is fastly approaching, it's on way, Right. Right. Yeah. And that's where I think you've seen the pricing. So paper girls, number one,
1: October of 2015, uh, first appearance of, of, of all the characters I listed for you before. It's got a wraparound cover, Cliff Chang cover and art. 1,321 Blue Label nine eights. Alex. 275 Gold Label nine eights. And that book is 200 to 275 and rap, and, and rising rapidly. Yeah. Uh, so that is a, a big, hot book. Uh, like you said, if it gets announced for anything else, 1,321 Blue Labels means that people have been sending that in furiously, yes. believing that there's going to be
0: something happening with that. Yeah. And the closer you get to any kind of trailer or poster, that's it. The book's just going to go up.
1: Yeah. Way up. Yeah. All right, Alex, I think that does it for the week. We appreciate everybody tuning in. If you have any questions or comments, please leave it in the field there. We enjoyed this time with you again this week and we will see everybody so next week. Same bad time. Same. Oh, uh, now you screwed me up. You, you <laughs> up I meant I said
0: something. I said something. You said I got something you.
1: in the middle of my day. Okay. <laughs> we will see everybody next week. Same bad
0: time. Same bad channel. Bye guys.